0: Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Hot conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Stuart Wiggins with Induna Advisors, where he does fractional chief operating officer stuff. He is bringing resources together to help you scale your business. I have Emily Rentes. She is a transformational coach and mental health practitioner, specializing in merger and acquisition. She's based in New York. And I have Yonason Goldson. He is the ethics ninja and the hitchhiking rabbi. He's helping companies create a culture of ethics. He's also the founder of one podcast and the co-founder of another. They're both very interesting. I've been on both of them. The question that I have for the three of you today, how much of business success is about patience? Emily, kick us off.
1: Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Especially with yourself. Uh, When I think about this question, it immediately uh, reminds me of how much... uh, I am constantly working on having patience with myself and understanding the learning curve and understanding delayed gratification Mm. and um, testing things and being able to um, really have patience with myself, even when uh, things don't go the way that I want them to. Right. Mm. Um, I think that as business owners, we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves and have a certain amount of expectations and deadlines and things like that. But If we're not being patient with the process, it can create more frustration. It can create more anxiousness around the process and then you're not enjoying it. And if you're not having patience with yourself, you don't end up having patience for others as well. And those are things that are out of our control. So within our control is having patience for ourselves and the process and understand that Part of being in a business, you're trying a lot of new things and sometimes things are going to work and sometimes they're not going to work. And so that's, that's part of the creative process as well. And the more that you can enjoy that, you can have more pleasure in your business instead of constantly being focused on what's not working and trying to constantly grow, 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 grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything in, in, as a business owner requires you to have patience for yourself.
2: Mm. I think that's a really um, wonderful synopsis, uh, Emily. We feel that we shouldn't be patient with ourselves Mm. because we want to accomplish, we want to achieve, we want to grow. And that's true. Too much patience, I guess, could be complacency. But on the other hand, to have that sense that it takes time to get from point A to point B. There's a story in the news a number of years ago about uh, how watermelons were exploding in the fields in China because it was such a, an important cash crop that the farmers wanted to accelerate the growth of the watermelons, and they gave them steroids. They, they tried to speed up the maturation process, and in the end, they lost their crops. Mm. So if we don't have that sense of measured progress, then we're going to sabotage ourselves. And we also have to define what success is. Uh, success is, means different things at different phases. And different stages. And one of the ways that I think um, businesses do sabotage themselves is with these quarterly earnings or benchmarks. Mm. You have to hit a certain measure at a certain date, even if that means doing things that are not in your long-term best interest. So being able to recognize that the progress that is going to take you where you want to go may not get you there tomorrow or the next day. And if you try to jumpstart it too much, you can end up scuttling the
3: whole plan. Actually, as I was, Janice had read my notes, because I have a note here, <laughs> that says, what does, "What does success look like?" So the question I ask is, does patience mean achieving the 100% solution, or are there incremental wickets that also can be defined as success? Mm-hmm. So does that mean if I'm patient to make the 75% solution, have I been patient enough? Or am I gonna continue to push and drive to get to the 100% solution? So here's the picture I paint. You have a goal that you set for yourself and or your team. As patient as you try to be, you keep pushing towards that goal. But as you go along towards that goal, you find different ways to measure that success and different ways to achieve that goal. So patience really also has to be the ability to identify the areas along the way that need to be tweaked or refined so that one can be successful. And the final point is you have to have the ability to say, okay, this isn't what we're looking for, but this is going to get us to where we need to be. I think it's a really nebulous question to be quite frank. Mm -hmm.
0: I think one of the things that makes it hard for me to be patient is when I start comparing myself to other people. And we always make the mistake of looking at other people's stage production, like they've already done all of the back end work and they have a stage production. And we're comparing what we have going on in the green room, which is always complete chaos. And I think that leads us to not be patient because we feel like other people have their act together so much better than we do.
1: It's also a reminder of our deficit in the sense of um, what our weaknesses are. If we're not learning something as fast as we want to, or it's not going the same the way that we want to, it kind of could also kind of trigger for us, you know, oh, I'm bad at this, or I always struggle with this. So if you struggle with something specifically in how you judge yourself, when you start that comparison game with others, it will show up more because then you're, you're not only getting down on yourself, but you're also comparing your chapter five with somebody's chapter 10 on top of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Early in in, when I started my business, I was very overwhelmed with all the things I had to learn. And, and a lot of things that I never had any technical skills or training to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And it triggered a lot of other stuff for me about things that I didn't enjoy of my own deficit. So I had to recognize for myself the things that I struggled with. And then I can create the patience for myself in the learning process because it is something new. I've never done this stuff before, right? So of course, you're not going to get it the first time around. But if you struggle with something specifically or something that has been very um, triggering in your learning process... It can really make that a lot worse. So it, it also reminds us in, of those times when we weren't able to be successful in other things too. So it's important to also be doing the personal work in um, how we view failure and our past failures. Mm.
2: Now we've heard it so many times, it's become a cliche that you know, nothing good comes without hard work. When I started my speaking business, I, I reached out to uh, an established speaker and he said to me, I worked like a dog for four years before I became an overnight success. And and I've heard it over and over again. And sometimes it's ten years, and sometimes it's twelve years, mm-hmm. and we don't realize that we're making progress, even if we don't see the benchmarks of progress. Because, as you say, Emily, we're working on ourselves, we're developing our skills, we're getting comfortable, we're building our our, our resume, our, our image, our brand. If we try to um, artificially uh, push farther than we're ready to go, then again. Uh, everything can just collapse out from underneath us.
3: Mm -hmm. That's why I think that a lack of patience can be negative. You know, we're talking about the effect on ourselves, the individual. But if you have a team or you're part of a team or leading a team, then that lack of patience can have a really negative impact on the team in their ability to uh, achieve the goal. I think that you have to be able to step back periodically and say, Okay, we've reached this, but do we need to change course along the way? I mean, when you get in the garage to develop product A, when you explode out of the garage, do you really get product A, or did you learn along the way, and did you develop something that is more in line with what your belief is? Patients can create a negative environment that can impact the ability of the team to grow.
2: I think uh, there's a book that I think every leader and, and prospective leader should read, uh, Doris Kearns Goodwin um, um, biography of Lincoln, Team of Rivals, mm. because you see the, the genius and the extraordinary patience of Abraham Lincoln. He surrounded himself with people who had different perspectives, who saw things very differently from himself. And he did it intentionally so that he could get all the perspectives. And at every decision point, some were pushing him, you have to act, you have to act right now. And others were saying, you can't act. You can't, can't act at all. He got called a lot of nasty names and was accused of, of indecisiveness and, and waffling and, and, and insecurity. He had this an extraordinary instinct for timing. Mm. And he knew this is the right thing to do, but it's not the right moment. And if I do it now, everything will just explode or implode or won't work. The, despite all of the pressures on all sides, he waited until he saw that moment was right, and look at what he did. So the team has to coalesce around somebody who has that self-control and that discipline.
0: And that's a great place to end a 10-minute conversation where you talk about patience on one side that is so, so important, and then timing on the other of recognizing when is the right time to act. And that balance is the hardest thing when it comes to business, I think. So thank you so much for having this conversation with me, and I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.